0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of At The Movies with William Fletcher. As per usual, I am your host, William Fletcher. And this week, uh, so I've sort of had to scramble together to get an episode done for this week. So, essentially, I had an episode planned, and that kind of fell apart. I had a guest that I was uh, scheduled to record with, but then sort of personal stuff happened. So that has been delayed. So that episode will be coming out hopefully next week. Hopefully. So this week I've decided to just do another one by myself. Uh, this is the second week in a row where I've done a, an episode of this show. That's just me by myself talking. And I've decided to talk about um, a film that I briefly touched on during my What I watched This Month November di- edition and that is Citizen Kane. So this episode's going to be a little bit different because I feel like I don't need to talk too much about this film, sort of like the hist, like sort of what it's about and what happens and sort of all that stuff, because you kind of, I'll, t- I'll touch on some stuff, of course, but this, this is probably going to be one of the shortest episodes because I feel like there's not, like, anything I can say about it has probably already been said. So I'll sort of give my personal history about this film, sort of how I knew it, uh, the discovering it, all this stuff. I thought of my thoughts on the film as well and a rating at the end, so Citizen Kane is one of those big films that well, when you start getting into film it's like one of the films that you're told to watch it's uh, it's pretty much like I mean, considered by many to be the greatest film ever made which I, I do disagree with I, I would argue it's very good, like, I'll say that, it is a very good film, but I would definitely argue that it is not the greatest, because I think that's a bit, that's very hyperbolic to say that, you know, a, something is the best of all, you know, the greatest of all time, because it's very hard to sort of gauge that, the whole thing of what makes something the greatest of all time, because it's just not really how it works so there is a yeah so this is when I start getting into film this was a film that I had heard about and was very aware of but it was there's like a handful like there's some big films that like I have not seen yet. Like there's there's quite a few films that I haven't seen, and there's some very big ones that I have not seen. But it is very much sort of a point of like, like I will watch them of course, but I've always got the worry that if I go into the, like for, okay, so I'll just sort of so I've seen the Godfather. I made, I've seen The Godfather, and to be honest, I don't think I quite get it, in fact, I, w- I would argue it's heavily overrated, maybe the most overrated film that I've personally seen, like, I don't get what everyone sees in it, and what everyone gets from it, because it's just not that, like, amazing, Like it's not even that it's bad or anything, it's just that like it's whatever. And it's very much like do people like people who say they love it and it's their favourite film it's like have have you have you watched it recently? Because as as far as I can tell, I think you probably don't remember it as well as you think you do. Or maybe you went in. Like, or maybe you went into the film just expecting to like it, so you liked it because of that. I think that could be a possibility as well. And so, going into Citizen Kane, I was very uh, optimistic. Of, not optimistic, I was. I was optimistic, I guess is the word I'm looking for, but I was very much very much um n- yeah not expecting to dislike it per se but i wasn't expecting to i was expecting to sort of like not really get it and think like i don't know why people love this show it's not that great you know and i sort of so so prior to watching it i was aware of the plot of it i was sort of aware of like how important it is to film history how it sort of innovated all these various techniques and and it did these things that weren't really seen in films at the time, and so I could sort of maybe appreciate it from that sort of level, but I could also... But that doesn't mean I have to think it's, you know, a masterpiece and outstanding or whatever, just because of, you know, these techniques it innovated, because I don't think that's true. I don't think you should, like sort of, I think you can appreciate something, but that doesn't mean you like it or think it's worth, you know, the love that people put into it, because I think that's just ridiculous. And also, I had seen Mank prior to this. If, if you I, I, if you listen back to the Oscars episode I did uh, back in April of this year, where I went to the Best Picture nominees, I saw Mank. I had seen Mank. And I think that was probably my week, my least favourite of the Best Picture nominees this year perhaps Land actually, It'd be between, like, no and me, for my um, least favourite of this year's Best Picture nominees, and I will be doing an Oscars episode next year, just not related, but... So, the f- so yeah, I, I sort of... I, I was aware of the plot, I was aware of the famous quote, Rosebud. I mean, it's, it's not technically... I mean, it's technically a quote, but it's more just a word that is associated with the film, because it's sort of a big part of the film. And for those listening to this who haven't seen it, it's essentially, the entire plot is revolved around, around this man, Citizen Kane, you know, the main guy. And essentially, the film is about he when he dies, he utters the word of Rosebud, and then drops a snow globe. And The entire film is pretty much... So the, the film sort of cuts back and forth between, you know, just after his death and before his death. Basically, talking... Trying to determine what his last word... What, like, the word meant, like, that is his final, you know, word. Like, what does it mean? Where does it come from? What did he... Like how, like, wh- what does, you know, what does the word roast but mean? When, you know, and so the entire film is cut back between people trying to, to figure out what he said and it's intercut with flashbacks of Kane's life and sort of him, so it starts off with him as a kid and then him growing and, be, you know, so it starts off with him as a kid and then it sort of moves on to when he gets older, and, you know, him becoming a politician, and then, you know, scandalous events that happened in his past, you know, you know scandalous events that occurred while he was, you know, a politician and being in power, and all the sort of controversy that arose from his time in the public eye, because he is a, as, like, a character, as a guy who was sort of, I guess, I guess, well, I don't know if idolized is, like, the correct word, but he's very much admired by lots of people, and he, you know, he starts off, you know, he's adopted, and then he sort of gets into the newspaper business, and then he becomes a big politician, and, and then, you know, there's some scandalous information that comes out about him, you know, being, you know, as this politician, as it's just... And it's essentially just going through this man's life and just sort of looking at, you know, all this stuff that happened to him over his life and sort of... Yeah, and it and it's in a cut with people in the past So there's one there's this one guy who's going around the entire film interviewing various people who knew him, like his mistress and this guy who he who used to work for him and all this and they're interviewing him and they're trying to determine what does Rosebud mean? Where does it come from, you know, what is the significance of that word and 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 so then, you know, that then that's when we get the flashbacks of all the different things happening in Kane's life. And that is what we spend a great, a, a very big portion of the film is looking at this man's life and seeing where he came from and sort of what makes him so interesting. And so I, I went in and, 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 I, and I remember actually, before I watched it fully, I was on a plane um, two years ago now. It would have been, yeah. I was on my way back from, it would have been about, yeah, two years ago to the day nearly. I was going to. I was in Germany for a school trip. So, so my school, we had a. We had. We had uh, my high school, we had a, a German program which basically allowed of a, a about 30 students to go into class. And we did basically every class in German except for an elective subject and English, obviously. But we did German, we did math, science, and with humanities so like history and stuff we did all of that in german for the first three years and then in grade 10 we just did some of them we only did a few stuff i think we just we i think we did maths in english and maybe the humanities as well no we did the humanities in german. We did the humanities science and maths in german no we no and german we didn't do maths. maths we did in english we had like great english teachers people, teachers, who spoke English. So then, at the end of the year, at the end of grade ten, we were allowed to go on a big trip, a three and a half week trip to Germany, which was really good. And so we went, and you know, on the plane we took, a, we took, a, we took. It was four plane trips because we flew. We landed in Singapore, waited there for like four hours or so, then we flew to Germany, then we flew from Germany to Singapore, and Singapore back to Australia, where I I live, and. We did that, and you know, as is, as you know, one would expect, there was you know movies and TV shows and in-flight entertainment to watch on the plane, and so that's why I watched a few other films like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, for example, was the first time I ever saw that film, which is one of my all-time favorites. And I tried watching Parasite, but I was like too tired and too out of it, and I felt like that was a because especially because that's a foreign film. And I feel like I need to be paying attention in a foreign film. And then I watched... And I tried watching Citizen Kane, but again, I just kind of... Gave up and just couldn't watch it because I was like, I can't do this because I'm just so tired at this point. Because by the time the flights are taking, I had not slept at all during the play. I think I got, like, a couple hours sleep. Maybe. Like, it, that's, like, a very... That's a very, like... I, have, I don't have, a, like, a distinct memory, but I'm pretty sure I had only gone, like, on the first plane trip from Australia to Singapore, and then Singapore to Germany, to get to Germany. So, like, the first flight, because we, when we left, it was, like, 10 a.m. or so, it was, like, when we flew, and then I tried sleeping, and I was out of it. I was completely knackered and then on the way back and so i try i watched it the first few minutes and i was like no i i shouldn't do that on here i like and it wasn't the fact of watching a film on a plane there's a problem it was the it was the fact of like i'm going to be way too tired to actually focus and understand what's going on in this film and i feel like this film i should watch when i've got like a clearer head when I'm, like, all ears, I'm all, everything's, like, ready to go, I'm, I'm not tired, I'm not, you know, kind of falling asleep in my chair, none of that, I want to watch this film properly. And so, I decided not to watch it. And so for two years, I had not seen Citizen Kane, and then when Mank was coming out last year, I would planned to watch Citizen Kane in preparation for that, and I didn't, obviously. So I watched Mank without any sort of knowledge of Ciscade and and sort of what it was about and that. But I kind of do feel like Mank kinda of, from my memory, I need to watch Mank again because I I watched it the one time that was a year ago. I feel like Mank could possibly still maybe work if you haven't seen Citizen. I mean I didn't really have any problems with the film having never seen Citizen Kane before I sort of followed the plot and sort of the story and where everything was going but I don't know I like. I guess let me know if you have watched Mank before Citizen Kane and if that sort of impeded your um, opinion and that sort of changed how you looked at the film and so yeah that and then so yeah a couple weeks ago I thought I finally watched *Citizen Kane* for the first time. I, I I want to watch a film today. I've never seen it. It was my two now, so it was my two hundredth film of the year as well that I was going to be watching. So it's like it has to be a big deal. So it's like *Citizen Kane*, arguably the greatest film ever made by a lot of people and considered a masterpiece. Let's watch it. And so I did watch it, and it was good. In fact, it was really, really good. It. I was actually honestly surprised at how much I liked it. I genuinely thought, I'm like, okay, this will probably get like a 7 out of 10, maybe an 8 out of 10, you know, like out of push. And I was just like not preparing to go in and to love the film as much as I did. I was like, this film is like actually outstanding. This is genuinely phenomenal. Like, it was insane how much the film was, like, how much of the film was, like, I I kind of, I I genuinely didn't expect to love the film as much as I did, but the film was genuinely outstanding, like... One of my like new all time favorite films. It's, I I don't, I feel like I'm understated. In, I how much of a good film it is. Just you haven't seen it. I have avoided spoilers. Just on the off chance you listeners have never ever seen it, so if you get a chance, go find it and watch it because I I actually think that this is a film that is actually as good as everyone says it is like this isn't one of those things where it's like "Ah, i don't really get why everyone loves it like just genuinely you should go watch it it is an outstanding film an outstanding piece of work and just an absolutely phenomenal phenomenal piece of work so that's why i'm giving this film a 9 out of 10. it's not a 10 out of 10 there's a few things that are holding it back it just kind of, at a few points, it does feel to drag a bit, and it's sort of like, okay, I just get to the point, and it doesn't really do that, so, that, and there's a few other sort of minor bits that hold it back from being a perfect 10 out of 10 film, but still, a 9 out of 10 is really, really good, and, uh, and for comparison's sake, Mank is a 7 out of 10. So, yeah, there you go, so Citizen Kane 9 out of 10, Mank 7 out of 10, so that was just so, yeah, it's really, really good, and if you, and when you get the chance, you should go watch it and uh, form your own opinion. So, thank you all for listening to this week's episode. Sorry for the... I had a... Yeah, as I said earlier, I had a, an episode planned for the guest this week that got delayed that will hopefully be out next week, and then the week after will be the Review of the Year episode. And that will be my final episode for the year of 2021, because then later that week on the Friday, I think it is, will be the films that I watched this month for December. So thank you all for listening to this one, and I will see all of you in the next one. Bye.